Welcome to Christ Covenant Chapel Podcast with Reverend Kingsley Ayesu. We are a Bible-believing church with a sole purpose of positively impacting our generation. We are elated that you joined us. Wherever you're connecting from, we believe your life will not be the same. Now, let's tune in to today's life-changing message. Hello, friends. Thank you for taking time off to hang out with me this week. If the content we share on this broadcast is a blessing to you, please go ahead and share it with others. After all, it's been said that sharing is caring. So if you care about someone, then share it with them. Thank you. When man fell, the past was sad. The present was gloomy. And the future was very dark. Many years ago, someone asked me the question, which is more important, he being born or he dying? As I ponder my thoughts for Easter celebration, this question keeps popping up in my head. As Jesus was entering Jerusalem, we are told the crowd before and after him cried out, Hosanna! which simply means, pray, save us. They were saying, son of David, save us. The question though is, save us from what? Save us from who? He came to save us from ourselves and from the enemy. Going back to the question I've been pondering over, Without the birth of Jesus, there will be no death. Without his death, there is no gospel. Without his resurrection, his death is meaningless. Let me repeat that. Without the birth of Jesus, there will be no death. Without his death, There is no gospel. Without his resurrection, his death is meaningless. So now you tell me which one is more important than the other. Friends, Christmas without Easter is meaningless. And Easter without Christmas is not possible. So the birth, the death, and the resurrection are all wrapped up in the same cycle to accumulate in answering the prayer humanity prayed that Palm Sunday. Hosanna! Pray! Save us! As I said earlier, we need someone to save us from ourselves because of our innate evil. We need someone to redeem us, to pay the penalty for sin. He said he came to give his life as a ransom for many. In Matthew chapter 20, 28, the Bible said, Just as the Son of Man did not come to be saved, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. That ransom, which is his death, was the payment for sin. Man is in need of a Savior who is not himself. His death is the payment. When he said on the cross that it is finished, which is a financial term in Greek, meaning the debt is paid in full. 
The only way we know his death paid the debt is because he rose again. Friends, no man, no man had more reasons to be miserable than Jesus. Yet, no man was more joyful. Someone wrote, and I quote, that his first home was a palace. Servants were at his fingertips, and yet the snap of his fingers changed the course of history. History was his story. His name was loved and known. He had everything, wealth, power, fame, respect. Then he had nothing. Students of the event still ponder it. Historians stumble as they attempt to explain it. How could a king lose everything in one moment? One moment he was royalty, the next he was in poverty. His bed became hard earth. Unquote. He was dependent on handout for his income. He didn't own even the most basic mode of transportation. Sometimes he was so hungry he had, he had to eat raw grain and pick fruits from a tree. He knew what it means to be homeless. He knew how it felt to be cold. His palace ground had been spotless, but now he is exposed to filth. He never knew disease, but now he's surrounded by illness. In his kingdom, he had been revered and worshipped, but now he's ridiculed. Some called him a lunatic. Others tried to use him. They needed favors. They wanted to be seen with him until being with him was no more fashionable. He was accused of a crime he never committed. Witnesses were hired to lie. The jury was rigged. No lawyer was assigned to defend him and he was tried in a kangaroo court. They killed him. Yes, they killed him. He left just as he came, penniless. He was buried in a borrowed grave. His funeral was financed by compassionate friends. Though he once had everything, he died with nothing. He should have been bitter and angry, stressed and tired, but he was joyful. He should have been a pot of anger, but he was joyful. Why? Why? He was joyful when he was poor, when he was abandoned. He was joyful when he was betrayed. He was joyful when he was tortured. But why? Why was he joyful about all of these? Ladies and gentlemen, it is through the brokenness of the cross that God reveals the way to wholeness. When man fell in the garden, we were naked, wretched, and undone. And he saw that we couldn't get up to come back to him. So he came down. He says, since you cannot come down to me, I tell you what, I will come down and be like you. God came in human form so that he can establish kinship with us for the purpose of relating to us so that he might restore the relationship we lost because of old Adam messing things up. Everything, messing everything up over a piece of apple. He came down 
through the oracles of the prophets. He came down through the curtains of the tabernacles. He came down and found a virgin named Mary, wrapped himself in human flesh and took the form of a servant. John tells us in John chapter 1 verse 1 through 5 and 11 to 13. He said in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of man. And the light shines in the darkness. The darkness did not comprehend it. He came to his own. And his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name. Who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. He was born to relate to us. He died to redeem us. He lives to represent us. Because of sin, the past was sad the present was gloomy and the future dark today ladies and gentlemen because of that wondrous cross of calvary my past is erased my present makes sense my future is bright and i'm heading to a new place david said he redeems my life from destruction i don't know what has been broken I don't know what has been broken in your life. I don't know how long it has been broken or who broke it. But God is able to take the broken pieces of our lives and put it together again. I don't have to preach this to you because there are some of you listening to me right now whose lives are the lives of resurrection. You thought you were finished. They thought you were finished. They thought it was over. You thought it was over. But look at you. Look at you. You are a living testimony to God's glory. Easter also demonstrates a removal of limitations that we don't have to be limited by limitations. Because of that, we are free people and no longer prisoners to the enemy. In Matthew 21 and verse number 9, Bible says, Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna. We pray, save us. A prisoner in a recent trial pleaded as an excuse, an uncontrollable impulse. But the judge smartly replied that an uncontrollable impulse was simply an impulse uncontrolled. Does that prisoner sound like you? Do you feel like your impulses are uncontrollable? If so, then you can also cry out, Hosanna, pray, save us, and he will save you. Ladies and gentlemen, before I sign off today, I want to indulge you for a moment. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, please say this short prayer with me. Lord, I admit I'm a sinner. I need and want your forgiveness. I accept your death as the penalty for my sin and recognize that your mercy and grace are gifts you offer to me because of your great love. 
not based on anything I have done. Cleanse me and make me your child. By faith, I receive you into my heart as the Son of God and as Savior and Lord of my life. From now on, help me live for you with you in control. In your precious name, amen. Now, if you said this prayer, you are born again into the family of God. You are a child of God. Please find a Bible-believing church to attend. If you have any questions, please reach us at 763-516-7188. Again, that number is 763-516-7188. If you are ever in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, come on and fellowship with us at 5452 DuPont Avenue North in Brooklyn Center and God will bless you. Before I sign off, remember that God loves you. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Until we meet again, keep on keeping on. I will see you at the top, for that is where you belong. Shalom. Thank you for connecting with us today. For more of this content, be sure to subscribe, share, and comment. Engage with us at Christ Covenant Chapel on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Join us same time next week on our next episode.